In this episode, we talk about booking your free 12-minute power session with career coach Kristen Earp. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Burt Force Podcast. Our show helps active duty military spouses plan virtual careers. Each week, we'll be uncovering the secrets of virtual work to help get you hashtag hired. If you want income sustainable from anywhere in the world, this is the show for you. We are bringing you everything from juicy job opportunities to advice on how to glow up for a virtual interview. And now let's meet our host. She's the change maker responsible for getting over 700 military spouses hashtag hired and making a $15 million impact in the military community. Burt Force founder, professional speaker, remote staff augmentation specialist, visionary. Here's our host, Kimber Hill. Hey, listener, I have an incredibly helpful guest for today's show. You may recognize her from our Facebook group or from our website. She is a vetted career coach with Vertforce. She loves horror movies, but no one will go to the theater to watch them with her. She's proud of how she is showing up daily for herself, her business, and her family. Please welcome Kristen Earp to the podcast. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Kimber. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to have you again. I love the insight that you bring to the Vertforce community. And today we have a super special episode. Do you want to tell us why we decided to hop on a call today and and what we're bringing to Vertforce? Right now, you know, times are just strange and weird. And as mill spouses, we're used to a certain bit of that in our lives. But this is maybe even more so magnified. And I wanted to come together and give you guys three tips to navigating some of this that might just make it a little bit easier and simpler. Right. So we're talking a lot about what to do right now to help find a remote job and how social distancing doesn't necessarily have to impact that. So we had one tip that we wanted to start out with, which is kind of related to social distancing. Kristen, why do you say we should stop calling it social distancing? I think that when we say we're socially distancing, it can have this effect on us where we feel like we have to do all the other words we hear, self-isolation, quarantine, you know, stop movement. These are words we hear. And uh, with the social distancing, it just, it can feel very lonely. I sort of want to flip it and remind everyone we're just physically distancing. If you frame it that way, that you're just pulling back from, you know, the physicalness of it, not the, the emotional or mental part of it. It's like, what does that do for you? Does that change a little bit about maybe how you're feeling and maybe how you're approaching this time in your life? Yeah, I really hate the word self-isolation. And I know we keep using this term social distancing, but your term physical distancing makes me just feel better about the entire situation, right? Because physical distancing makes me think I can go outside and go for a run. If I see someone running towards me, 
I'm going to go further in the opposite direction of the sidewalk or maybe hop onto the road instead of brushing past them. Right. But that's what I picture. I can still be me and still do what I want to do, but carefully. Hey, listener, this is such a great episode. I want to take a quick break, though, and share with you a message about our sponsors at Instant Teams. Have you ever heard the phrase, the future of work is remote work? As a military spouse, I know these words ring so true. Your unique lifestyle demands greater innovation, communication, and flexibility in the workplace. And Instant Teams knows that. This innovative company is helping to change the military spouse employment narrative with flexible, sustainable, remote career opportunities tailored to you in fast-growing industries such as customer success, marketing, and admin. So what are you waiting for? Join the Instant Teams workforce today at instantteams.com. Social distancing, I believe the term, this would be my assumption, was in a way of being socially responsible to, to provide the distance. But I also think that for those of us, for some of us, it could also be very limiting. So it's just a reminder that while socially we're being responsible to distance, it's really a physical distancing that we're really aiming for, which is why, you know, gatherings are smaller and things like that. But yes, you know, you can go for a run, you can go to the store, we're just all being socially responsible, but physically distancing. So on that note, that should give you some encouragement about the job market right now and applying for remote positions or interacting or engaging with your remote team? Absolutely. And, you know, those there's companies that are just learning how to do all of that, that, you know, we have, like you've been doing, I've been doing what this community has been doing for a while. And, you know, there's lots of opportunity to engage in remote teams now. You know, I've seen the virtual background challenges. I've seen, um, People give their employees different, you know, like a coloring book or something, and then everybody shows what they draw, you know, things like that. There's so many different ways to connect. It's just opening up uh, to engage in different ways. And I think it's a big challenge, too, to see a challenge for yourself, a positive challenge for you to figure out how you can socially engage, even with friends and family. This morning, my mother-in-law texted me and said, hey, what is a good video chat app where we as a family can all get together and chat? And I said, Zoom, of course, Zoom. And she said, no, 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 that's for work. And I was like, aw, no, it's not just for work. You can use Zoom for friends. And I just explained to her that, you know, I know your work uses it in a very secure way and you guys have passwords and meeting IDs and whatnot, but you can download Zoom to your phone, so can Sam, that's my sister-in-law, and me and the cousins, and then we can all hop on Zoom together and chat face-to-face. We do not have to just be at work to use Zoom. Absolutely. I have been to a virtual dance party for a birthday. My family meets every Friday at a certain time. We now have up to 16 people that we have to use breakout rooms because we can't all talk. <laughs> it's just a different way of pulling together and whatever you're doing personally and in work, 
it's it's a it's a new way of being. It's you know it's just it's new now for a lot of people. For some of us, we've been doing Zoom as you said in our jobs for a long time. But there's a lot of us that can step up now and show other people who are not used to this how to how to be in this environment. I like that you said show, like step up and help other people get there. Absolutely, and that kind of goes into my tip number two, which is you know where can you make impact. Even something simple like that to get people engaged in a different way helps to make impact. And if you focus on where you can make impact in this time, even personally, professionally, socially, uh, it gives you something to look forward to. And it gives you something like a purpose as a way to anchor yourself through this time as well. Absolutely. Finding a way that you can give back. We released a podcast episode about using virtual volunteer work right now to give back, but also build your own skills, build your own resume skills. But I think teaching people how to use Zoom, teaching people how to interact on social media, especially if you've been comfortable in that space, is a great way to connect right now and just taking the time to do that. I think that we're talking to our family more now that we're quarantined than before we were quarantined. And it's great. Yeah, it's great. There's so much more interaction right now because we're all kind of being very intentional about keeping our relationships alive. And that's what's important right there is being intentional about the relationships and uh, the like where you want to go, like what you want to do. We still have to live life through this. You know, we still have to move forward, even though there is, like I said, those words of a stop movement, you know, and and self-isolation, there is still life to live. And we want to live each day. We don't want it to become a this day, that day, what day is it? Um, And so, yes, it's making the impact. And I heard you say, uh, yes, we can do something with networking. We can do things with trainings. If you if you always wanted to do something with your career or personally, there's a book you wanted to read, a project you wanted to complete. This is where it would be a great time to say, okay, this is this is the time to do it. Like here's the here's the skill I'm going to learn, or here's the connection I want to make, or the book I want to read. Yeah, and I think right now it's understanding that this too shall pass. You know, you said it before we got on this call, we were talking about, okay, we were all gung-ho and ready for this week one, two, and three, but now we're approaching week six and for some states, some areas longer, but we're approaching this week six and it's becoming more of a lifestyle rather than something that felt temporary. And if, you know, we look back on past pandemics and plagues, we know the Spanish influenza pandemic went was ongoing for I think two years so can you imagine living this way for two years Uh, without all of the technology side note we have another episode about that I think it's number 23 we did an episode on pandemics and plagues in the past and and famous remote workers but interesting topic but you said it and it's understanding that this will eventually be over and you're going to look back on this time and wish you had done something with it that kind of went, it's kind of going into my tip three and I'm kind of muddling some of them together, but it's, it's also knowing where you are in your journey um, and, and acknowledging where you are. Like, don't make yourself wrong for it. You know, when I, when I heard school was canceled for the year and I looked at the 10 weeks of schooling that I was going to have to do with my uh, kids, did I have a pity party for a moment? Yes, I did. <laughs> I needed to feel that. I needed to feel that my new coworkers in the house with me are going to be with me at least 10 more weeks. 
Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's taking time to feel the feelings, but like not dwelling there because it's not going to serve you. And so eventually it's like letting it come all out and then, all right, now what do I want to do? And how do I want to move forward? Yeah. Uh, which was my number three, which is eventually this will pass. So a year from now or two years from now, when this is all written in the history books and you know we're living history right now, how do you want to look back and see what you did? You know, what is success to you? So was success, you know, stepping up and doing something or was it, I just lived my life day by day and I, I got through it and, and that's okay too. You know, depending on what your challenges are and depending on who's in the house with you or who's not in the house with you, stepping up every day and doing something for yourself may just be where you are. But it's like, well, how do you want to look back and say, this is how I navigated that time. Sometimes starting at the end helps you to say, okay, yeah, I'm in a rut today. And I don't, I don't think at the end of this, I want to say I stayed in a rut for six months, you know, or whatever right. the case is, you know, but I want to say that I did X, Y, Z. That might just be a way to kind of shake you a little bit forward. I like that you said, take a moment to feel the feelings and let, let that be okay. I had a moment where Uh, We had some big plans for February, March, and April. A lot of people were going to be doing high-volume hiring through the Vertforce community, but because of COVID, their business operations have slowed down. So, gosh, I just felt very discouraged. And I know a lot of our community members are probably expecting to see those opportunities come through. And I had a moment where I was just... I just said, I'm going to let myself feel this. I'm going to let myself feel like this today. But tomorrow, I am coming at it from a whole new light. And thank goodness that I took time to process that. Mm. Because what we are seeing in the Vert First community are a lot of project management and digital marketing positions come through that are taking the place of the positions that we thought were coming but I'm glad that I took a moment to process that because it allowed me to say, what does my community, what does Vertforce really need right now? And take that concept and say, hey, ladies and gentlemen of Vertforce, let's take some time to self-improve. Let's improve our resumes. Let's get going in the, the direction of process improvement so that when this is over, we're all that much better for it. So I love that you said, let's take a moment to process that. And then I also like that you're using that context of look at it from the end game perspective and consider what you would want to have accomplished during this period. And that reflects this motto that we're kind of starting to adopt in Vertforce, which is the mill spouse saves herself or the mill spouse saves himself. There are a lot of pitfalls for the military spouse community in relation to identity, career trajectory, educational attainment, depression, anxiety, you know, feeling like you're just an extension of your spouse. There are a lot of things that can happen to you personally as a military spouse. And what we like to encourage is let's help you develop the tools, skills, strategies that you need to save yourself. You know what I love about that and what really resonated when you said that is we're so good as mill spouses to put our lives on hold and wait we're so trained to to do that. It's also not living the life you want. Like it's not giving you permission to to step forward into your power of being a mill spouse while you are supporting your 
you know, active duty member uh, in stepping into theirs. And it's, it's one that I would love to see break as well, because it, it doesn't do you any good to wait. And then you'll look 20 years back and be like, "Mm, what did I do? You know, what did I do? And I love that you felt the feelings because you also came from a place of value and not fear. Like, oh my gosh, I got to save what we, the momentum we did. It would have been pushing against a a tide that wasn't flowing with you. Yeah. It sounds like you took the moment you needed and you made the more value-based decision on based on time and what was important to the community. And you rode the wave, you surfed it rather than tried to go against it. I love that because we live at the beach. So that's a very, (laughs) it's very visual imagery that I resonate with and something that I've learned very much over the past couple of years. When things start to not go your way, it's likely because you're pushing in a direction that's not meant for you. I fully believe that, you know, things in your life are happening for you. You know, each opportunity is, is a chance for you to kind of gracefully step into what's next in your life. And I believe that, you know, we are an intuitive group of people and we can kind of sense, understand, feel out what's coming and what's coming next and how you accept that and respond to it is very relevant. Absolutely. And you want to surf the waves, but you also want to have, I guess, a focal point or a destination because if you just surf the waves, you can also just feel very uh, not grounded. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's what we were speaking to a little bit ago when it's like I said, it's just easy to to be like, oh, everything's so unknown. I'll just wait. I'll just wait, you know? Right. And waiting is not necessarily the right thing. Sometimes I think that it's relevant Sometimes. to wait, but in many circumstances, you can just get too comfortable in that waiting period. Yeah. And I, when you say have a focal point, that reminds me of a dancer So, you know, when a a dancer is doing like multiple pirouettes, Mm -hmm. they're told to spot and spotting is to pick a spot on the wall or the mirror that you can, if it's a a smudge or a dot or a person in the audience, you focus on them. And every time you spin your head and your whole body spinning around, your eyes should be searching for that focal point. Right. Um, landing right back on it so that you maintain your balance while you're you're turning. And sometimes if you don't know what that is today, I think it's when you take a step forward into the future, like we were saying, you go, what it, you know, from a year from now, what is it you want to have? What is it, you know, if you were your future self could talk to your current self, you know, what is it you want in a year that you know is true for you that might help you take those steps and to find that like focal point that yeah. you want to go forward to. Absolutely. In an attempt to not sound like you, you know, everything's so positive, you know, and it has to, you have to like be so uh, like you have to go forward, but there is a lot of opportunity right now. Like there's a lot of opportunity that isn't there, but there is so much opportunity that has opened up. I've noticed in a lot of my coaching clients who were saying that certain things were never going to be possible in their jobs and or in their lives the old way is out and the new way is undefined. So in this like period where the rules are not really defined and every, you know companies are trying to figure out what that means to them, people are trying to figure it out, start to really take some intentional thought of what is the opportunity and possibility 
for you? You know, what is the dream that maybe you wanted and you're like, oh, I'll never get there. This is the time to do it. Brainstorm, dream big, think about what it is you want, even if it's crazy and out of this world, and and just start to to see what is possible because this is such a game changer. You know, the old way of doing things. It'll be interesting to see what we learn through this time and what we uh, decide to unlearn at the end of it. Because I do think there's going to be a bit of we're proving certain things work right now that would not have gotten the opportunity had this not happened. So I say a whole lot. I don't know. What is comes up for you when I say that? I like that you mentioned unlearning. A lot of misconceptions pre-quarantine were that you're unproductive in a homework environment. You're not going to be able to get the job done in a homework environment. You can't run a team remotely for certain people and for certain organizations. And I do think that remote work is not for everyone. Absolutely. It just isn't. But what we are proving is for those of us who it is for, yeah, it's working. Yeah, we're getting our jobs done. Yeah, we can do this from a home environment and be happy and successful and thriving. Uh, so I'm excited to see that become unlearned. Of course, not everyone is going to unlearn it. Some people are going to have bad experiences. I know that it is particularly a challenge with a lot of parents who are having to also homeschool right now, uh, which is just so, I feel for them so much. I work with someone on a weekly basis who uh, is doing more than a full-time job at work and now is teaching her two kids at home and now it's all been moved to home and a lot of stress is being put on on families especially in the military community because most of our spouses are considered essential so they're still working while we're at home dealing with the kids and trying to work at the same time so I'm excited to see some things unlearned and I'm excited to see how the education industry adapts to kids having to learn from home. Yeah, it's really interesting. And that was maybe another dip in mine because out here in California, there's the rumor going around from the governor that come fall, there'll be a mixture of the e-learning still and classroom. So it's just another like, hey, this is working and we still need to be physically uh, distancing even in the fall. So let's see if a combo of this works. And yeah. so it's, it's interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting. And so when I take a step back, I can definitely appreciate all the changes and opportunity. And then when you're stepped back into it, yes, I am one of those with two kids that I'm science teacher for now and uh, <laughs> a math teacher. And Gosh. Um, so it's like the new rules of that is keep it simple. Um, do what you need to do. Now, I don't see this going back to normal anytime soon. I I feel that thinking we'll be back to normal by September is optimistic. I I don't know how long it will last, but you know, maybe by 2021 things are going to level out, but when people's lives are at stake, it's just amazing to see how we can all come together as a country and a community and adjust to protect each other. Yeah, that's the message we keep getting out here is number one, it's important to be safe. Then number two, it's learning and and work. Mm -hmm. Um, Number one right now is keeping people safe. Safety. And I think if we can hold that, uh, then there's also less guilt maybe that you're not getting where you want or you're not doing more or whatever whatever it is that's the negative that's maybe uh around you it's it's we're doing this to be safe first 
first right. and foremost. Absolutely. So Kristen, we were talking about you opening up 15-minute power sessions for VertForce members. Can you tell us about the 15-minute power session and yeah. how we can access it? Yes. What I'm thinking about doing is on a weekly basis, if there's interest, uh, having an hour or two uh, like office hours open and do some laser coaching. I've been doing laser coaching uh, here and there, and I find it to be super impactful. It's about 12 minutes of coaching. uh, And so it would be like a 15 minute slot. And within that 12 minutes, we're just going to get, we're going to get to the heart of it. Like there's, there won't be time for all different kinds of things we're going to be focused and let's just go for it. So if you are finding that there's something you're stuck in, in your journey with career searching, career development, maybe even personally, because I do both career and personal development coaching, then drop in or go ahead and make an appointment and let's just really take a look at it, see what boulders we can move out of your way so that you can keep going forward. And they're free. Absolutely. So listener, we will drop the link to book your power session with Kristen in the show notes of this episode. It'll also be in the blog post and the email. So you'll be able to go in and get your 12-minute slot. Thank you, Kimber. This has been really fun. (laughs) You're so welcome. Thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate you coming in and dropping your wisdom bombs on us, which we love. I love working with you, and I'm really excited to let this episode air. I know it's going to help a lot of our community members. Perfect. If you enjoyed today's episode, please thank our sponsors, Instant Teams, by going to instantteams.com and completing your profile. Instant Teams will match you with fully remote opportunities that complement your unique experiences. Join their remote workforce today. All right, Vert Force, that is it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate our podcast, and leave us a review. We really love hearing from you. If you need to find the show notes, which include all of the resources we discussed in this episode, you can find those at vertforce.us. Guys, I'm serious when I say we want to hear from you. If you have an idea for an episode or a question, email us at support at vertforce.us. As a reminder, all content associated with the Vertforce podcast is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC. All right, catch you next week.